Ohio gozaimasu. Welcome to the High Potion Cabaret Club. <laughs> I am your host, Stephen Crothy. And behind me are some of the most beautiful women you've ever seen in your life. They're our hostesses, and they're going to be taking care of you this evening. I'm going to introduce you to my number one girl. Here she is. And, uh, Burkhart. Uh, Ohio gozaimasu, listener coon. I'm Halls Burkhart, and I'm here to talk about video games with you at the Hostess Club. Fuck, that Hostess Club would slap, by the way. <laughs> yep. If I went to a Japanese Hostess Club and she was like, Ohio Gazaimas, you want to talk Tool in Final Fantasy? Yes! <laughs> Where do I start spending money? Yeah. We're about to get in fever mode here. <laughs> oh, buddy. I'm expecting this episode's going to be a little wild because... First off, we're recording this and releasing it immediately because the High Potion Monday streak will not be broken. No, sir. That's right. No, And we had um, originally planned on doing sort of a, like not a double episode, but a combined episode about the topic today and the topic of our next episode. But I said, no, you know what? We're only talking about you know the final uh, the the final release date for the DLC for game of the year in 2022 <laughs> so today yes, baby. we're going to be talking about shadow of the erd tree shadow of the erd steve all right that's <laughs> I, I it almost i can't say it otherwise so it really was a struggle to say shadow of the erd tree that's what we're going to be talking about. I have so many Elden Ring questions for Steve. He's like my personal Vati Vidya, so. Oh, boy. I think this is going to be a good time because <laughs> I'm confused as fuck, buddy. <laughs> uh, and we're probably going to, well, I know for a fact, we've got some voicemails we're going to listen to. We have some people send in some voicemails. Probably won't do a Florian and HK one this week, but we'll do one next week. Cool. Um, but, buddy. Before we jump into that, can I just go ahead and tell you that I am like less than 72 hours from... I didn't mean to play it twice, but I'm going to let it. Uh, You're keeping it together pretty well, honestly. Buddy, I'm... You, you think so. You think I'm keeping it together, but I'm waking up in cold sweats talking about materia in my sleep and shit. <laughs> Final, <Man>. Final Fantasy Seven <coughs> Rebirth comes out in just a couple of days, and I cannot fucking wait, bro. Oh, yeah, my we God. Get, we got to talk a little bit about that because, you know, certain things have happened on oh my God. social media with a, a favorite of ours, and uh, it's worth talking about. Yeah, good, good week for old Tifa Lockhart. Yeah, it's a good week for old Tifa Lockhart and Tifa Lockhart Sims. Of course I know him. He is me. He's me. Um, yeah, buddy. They uh, they know their audience, and I am their audience. You know what I mean? Like, So they've, they've really been... Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. There was, there was a, um, a leaked cinematic, I guess, earlier this week. Um, and I, I would imagine it takes place at the beginning of the game. Yeah, it's, it's like a Costa a, del Sol, a light-hearted beach section. Uh-huh. Feels like mm-hmm. you know, and um, characters are dressed accordingly. Yeah, you know how in remake Final Fantasy VII remake, early on in the game, you can sort of 
uh, Tifa's like, we should go out sometime. What, how do you want me to dress up? And you get three options, and that depends on, like, that dictates the dress she wears later in the game. Um, apparently, that's the same thing with her swimsuits in Rebirth. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. So, so just say, like, she uh, managed to really strengthen her hold on the number one spot of all the, uh, yeah. all, of, of all, <laughs> pretty much. So of, of every, of all Final Fantasy characters. Mm-hmm. And and you know, ladies, don't don't worry. Cloud shirtless. I mean, yep. the eight the eighteen pack rocking, bro. And uh, Barrett in the the sailor suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plenty of stuff to get excited. Yeah, about. yeah. I'm sure there's going to be people rubbing all over to themselves to Barrett in that <laughs> sailor suit. You know, like I, I sent you um, a video on Twitter of uh, the streamer Bloody Faster and her uh-huh. horny horny compilation of of remake. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that, and I was like. You're a cool lady. <laughs> You're a cool lady. Um, yeah, man. I am so, so, so excited. It's one of those things where going into the first one, you know, you knew this wasn't the complete game, right? They were splitting it into parts. And even after the release of the first one, it was kind of up in the air in how many parts this remake project was going to be, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Once they announced Rebirth, they also announced, you know, the Crisis Core remaster and, you know, said basically this, it's going to be a trilogy um, with the third game, the third unannounced game. Um, So it's one of those things where like after the first game, it's so hard to think about the next one because the first part of the remake trilogy was announced and took a very long time to come out. You know, it was one of those things that was announced there was some developer helping Square Enix on it that was taken off of it, you know, one of those whole things. And then it finally came out, and I was like, all right, well, this one's out. How long is it going to be until the next one? And you know what? They got, they're getting it out in less than the time than it takes to make a Tool album, even back during the good days. So good on y'all, Square Enix. Yeah, honestly, faster than I thought yeah. it would be. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, um, I am just lit up like a kid on Christmas Eve. Uh, so real quickly, streaming schedule for this coming week, okay? February 28th at 11 p.m. Central, 12 a.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. I'm going to be going live streaming Rebirth the minute it drops, okay? So uh, it comes out Thursday? Today's the 26th, so Wednesday would be the 28th. Yes, and it comes out Thursday the 29th, but you gotcha. know okay. how yes. the release date shit goes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be streaming it there. I have no plans or, or intentions to have that stream be a certain length or anything. I learned my lesson last time. It's going to be a while. I'm going to stay up late playing it. Uh, Thursday, the next day of the 29th, I'll be playing, I'll be streaming it whenever Will and I finish um, recording Blue Harvest, Harvest that yeah. week. Now, Friday. Friday, I'm going to be streaming it a lot. And it's probably going to be broken up to two streams because I secured maybe the biggest guest for stream ever. And they're going to be stopping by Friday night. Oh, I can't wait for that. You have the best guests on your I, stream. I work hard, man. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. Um. So anyways... Come hang out on stream. I'll be streaming Saturday and Sunday as well. Maybe even Monday. I'm going to be streaming a lot of Final Fantasy. I have to get as much as I can in on this little chunk of time I have off 
So you're off I, this. You're off um, Thursday through Sunday. Thursday through Monday. Oh, nice. Because nice. you know Sunday and Monday, Sunday are my normal days off. Normally, yeah, yeah, cool. I'm happy for you, man. You're <laughs> going to be able to get a whole lot of it uh, done. Yeah. I bet. I, I would think so too, and um, hopefully that means we can get a, a rebirth episode out, you know, fairly quickly within a couple of months of its release. You know, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I'll be slow milking those games, mommy milkers. All right, uh, we got to move on from rebirth talker. That's about to get spicy. All right, buddy. So I've got a couple of voicemails here. The first one I want to play is from I know you know this guy because he sends in voicemails to Blue Harvest all the time, Jacob mm-hmm. Wizardo. Oh, I love this guy. Well, yeah. he's got one for us, buddy. Let's check awesome. it out. What's up, guys? First time uh, voice message on High Potion here. But, you know, I've left a plethora of messages on the old Blue Harvest. And, uh, you know, recently, let's say I got a little uh, gummied up. And, uh, you know turned on a random streaming service and I thought, oh, I'll just uh, watch something random. What do I do? Click on Max and I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this movie in forever, probably since I saw it on cable TV back in the day. And that movie was Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh shit, the sequel. And boys, it was a mainstay on on cable back in the day, late 90s, early 2000s. I used to watch it, and oh boy, I was, I had no idea what the fuck was going on in this movie. It just throws you right into it, dude. And I didn't know what the hell was going on, but it was awesome. It was a crisp, you know, hour and 10 minutes, hour 15 minutes tops, dude. Whew, it was a wild ride. Did it make a lick of sense? But <laughs> was it entertaining? And so that leaves me my question for you guys. If there was any video game that hasn't been made into a movie, what what do you want to see be made? And what would you like to see a terrible movie made from a video game just to like actually see it and transpire all right take it easy guys awesome so thank you so much for writing in yeah calling in thanks jacob um i was actually stoked he added that there at the end too because my initial thought was to just go with like a terrible Uh uh-huh one Uh uh-huh so we get to do both now now refresh my memory on this annihilation movie was that the second one that was the second one Mm -hmm. and I have only seen that movie may maybe all the th- way through once. I saw it in a the theater when it came out with my friends at college, and we didn't care for it as much. Oh we, my We love the first one. Oh yeah, I mean the first one is bad, but it's a classic. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's bad, but it's good, and it's a classic. I'm really curious to look this up. Oh my god, it's got a four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Sounds about right. Yeah. Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation, because you know that I feel like the first movie. Um, was fairly i mean it's it's definitely way better than that but i feel like it was um what's the word i'm looking for like successful right the one that came out in 1995 yeah. it had a budget of 20 million dollars and it made 122 million dollars at the box office that's a Very success successful. Yeah. yeah 
yeah, even if they spent uh, the equal amount of the budget on marketing, still quite a success. Let's see about Annihilation. Okay, its budget was $30 million, so they gave them a little bit of more of a budget. And it its box office was fifty one point three million. Yeah. That's why you didn't see Mortal Kombat in the movie theaters for a while. Yeah. Oh man. They they had so many characters they were trying to squeeze in that movie. <laughs> yeah. So I, I as a as a fan of the franchise, I didn't really think about the fact that if you weren't familiar with it and you just jumped in expecting some sort of you know dialogue that was going to get you yeah. up to speed. Yeah. No man. Mm-mm. They just took for granted you knew that shit going in. Yeah, man. Um, bad movie. Bad yeah. movie. And a shame because, like I said, I really do like that first one. I just We talk about it all the time. I remember the theater lobby and the theater itself being electric leading into <laughs> that first Mortal Kombat movie showing that I went to. You know, mm-hmm. like... Oh, yeah. Kids were fucking pumped, you know? Yeah. I mean, the two movies stand out to me in my college life and they were both i want to say both were 95 and it was mortal Kombat and another movie we're probably going to talk about later in another episode starship troopers oh my goodness and i just what a year both theaters just being packed and loud you know what i mean uh-huh. like yeah not, not loud disrespectful loud but like into when stuff it. would happen into the movie people would yell and yeah, yeah like into people were it. into the movie yeah and man it was so fun <laughs> um so I want to see Mass Effect uh, adapted into a good movie or a good series. I think there's a good story that they could tell in a movie or series, but it also makes me nervous having seen that Halo show <laughs> with John Halo. Right. Um, well, I mean, we're just going to assume in this fantasy of ours that the show will be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's probably one of my biggest. I would love to see a good live action Final Fantasy movie, but I don't know how you do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you make Final Fantasy VII the movie and it be good? <laughs> like, live action, right? Uh, yeah, right, yeah. Like, how because do you do that? It's just so fantastical. In, in right, and like the hair, so. and like the hairstyles, like, mm-hmm. how are you going to watch Cloud Strife in live action with that hairstyle? When you're playing a video game, or watching an anime, or whatever it may be, that t- doesn't bother you at all. It just fits in with the universe, but you got to put some poor bastard in that spiky wig. That's mm-hmm. when it gets fucking rough. And then, also, we don't have Michael Clark Duncan to play Barrett, right? Mm-hmm. which I think he would have made a good Barrett. He sure would have. Yeah. Um, but if they ever do decide to make that movie, you best believe I'm sending in my audition tape because I'm trying to play Tifa in that movie, all right? Nice. <laughs> um, as far as what I would like to see, a, I don't want any properties that I'm like a huge fan of that I really like to get like a bad adaptation. So my answer is going to be Call of Duty. <laughs> I want to see a, I want to see them try to make a Call of Duty, Duty movie and it it is the Call of Duty like people are dutying on it online. Yeah. It'll probably be produced by Ben Shapiro anyway. <laughs> starring starring Gina Carano or some fucking shit. Oh my shit. god. Actually, I don't want that to happen cuz that would mean that Microsoft gave them the permission to do that. Yeah, so yeah. you know what I'm going to I'm not going to even put that. I'm going to cut it eh. out of the episode. Eh. 
<laughs> Who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> what about you, Steve? What are some video game okay, movies so, you'd like to see a good one and maybe a not so good one? Yeah, good one. As I was thinking, sitting here, I had a couple candidates. I decided to go old school with Metroid here. I think oh. Metroid would make a good, compelling story mm -hmm. in a in a movie uh, sort of setting. You mm -hmm. know, the kind of the kind of character development you get with the um, the baby Metroid. You know. And stuff like that. I think it would be a hit too. Yeah, cool. yeah. I mean, like, listen, it's it could fill a very untapped niche of like sci-fi fighting aliens. You know, armor. Like, there's a lot of cool shit you could do on it. Like, uh, yeah, and I think you could do like Kraid and Rip. What was the name of the other one? Ripley. It, I was Ripley. I yeah. thought I was going to say, and I was like, wait, that's not right. But yeah, those those characters. I think they could do those. In like maybe a bit of a CG kind of mechanical kind of deal. <laughs> oh, yeah. It wouldn't be that big of a deal, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and like, you know, uh, it's a movie where like I think you can get the the point across without a ton of dialogue too, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. um, that way you don't have to worry about any uh, goofy dialogue <laughs> with that movie. Yeah. Um, and we, you can cast, you know, I don't, who, Sidney Sweeney? I don't know. You can cast whoever you want in it. Yeah, I don't know. See, the casting part gets is the part that I'm never good at. Like, who? I mean, I she seems popular. Can't yeah, that's what I mean. I'm just saying, like, she can't would, imagine putting, why putting her in it <laughs> would probably get a lot of views. But uh, yeah, you know, well, it I sure mean, didn't work for Madam Web. Oh, that's a good point. But this would be a good movie, right? This would be better than that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yes. Damn Web. Madam Web. <laughs> Uh, right, let's see. As far as a bad one goes, hmm. Hmm. <sighs> let's see. What was the game that was really bad that we were excited for? Army of Two. That I would feel be like, kind of funny. I feel like Army of Two. We like we tried to get into it, and we're like, this isn't very good. And then in and later, like it's it's legacy is that like you know that game was solid. I can't say for sure because I haven't gone back to it. Even though we've joked about it a few times, mm -hmm. that could make a really bad movie though. <laughs> you know, straight to Netflix type stuff. Mm -hmm. Directed by Zack Snyder. Oh God. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's hard to think of of some bad ones because I tend to purge the bad games from well, my yeah, memory. It's, well, so like, I'm trying to think of a good game like Mortal Kombat that would have a bad adaptation, right? Like kind of mm -hmm. what he was talking about. And it's, it's hard to say like what that would necessarily look like. Um, because the ones I want to see the most, I, if they ever got some sort of adaptation, I'd want it to be really good. Let me ask you this, Steve. I know we talked about it when the rumor first popped up, but it seems like it's, still moving along this whole idea of a bloodborne movie how do mm. you convey the fucking story of a from game in you, a movie it, i don't know it I seems like bloodborne might have just from the little i've played might have the easiest adaptation but like how like a, a dark souls movie i'm almost 20 hours into dark souls and i don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> no man i still don't know what the fuck's going on in the dark souls games really yeah so yeah i'm not exactly vati video with that stuff but yeah their, their lore is so kind of detailed but it all comes across in like the freaking item description yeah and, and like, like it's very it's very uh 
obtuse how you get yeah. the story of those games sometimes. You know what I mean? You can't do a Dark Souls game and just be like, we're going to put it in the Dark Souls universe and it's a couple dudes fucking palling around the undead bird or whatever. That yeah. That's not going to work. You no. Know what I mean? like it, no. It, it would have, I don't know. So, so I don't know if those would necessarily even be good. That's why I didn't want to really recommend a From game. Because I would, they would probably do nothing but fucking disappoint me. I guess that would they would they would be the ones to get the bad adaptation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, the rumors going around of um, that Bloodborne movie is is like they're trying. To, I can't remember which one of the scars guards is it, it is that they're trying to cast. Mm-hmm. Even already, even if it's the weird one from it, I think. <laughs> Bill. It, yeah, I think it's just not maybe. <laughs> You know, like, I, I feel like maybe you're going in the wrong way with the casting already. Like, uh, the <laughs> casting of Bloodborne is less important than the script and the look and feel of Bloodborne, right? In my opinion. Yeah, um, of course. But. There doesn't need to be a lot of dialogue anyway. <laughs> no, but they're gonna. And what if what if they're real fucked up with it and it's just the weird Skarsgård killing a bunch of people in wheelchairs? <laughs> I'm still I'm still kind of side eyeing Miyazaki about that. You know what I mean? Miyazaki reason, Michael. You know there's a reason that those guys are in wheelchairs. No feet. Um so if you look at uh the descriptions apparently the beast blood comes through your leg like uh. when you get infected. So if you see like in the old hunters they'll actually tie belts around their legs like to keep it from that, spreading. That might keep it from spreading, but spoiler alert, it doesn't. So a lot of times they end up having to hack off their legs uh. to uh to survive. And so then that's they're why. all pissed off in a wheelchair. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what? I guess the uh what's it called? The disease? Uh beast blood disease. Okay. Beast believe. blood disease. You know what they call that in modern day, Steve? Spina bifida. So, anyways, speaking <laughs> of something that I think... Now, I don't think it would be a good movie, but if one of the streaming services wanted to finance a high-budget Final Fantasy fourteen series, like, you know what I mean, prestige series, I think that could work. You mean, like, live-action or yeah, animated? live-action, okay. live-action. Okay. I think it could work, too. Like, if you treat it like a look... Not like Lord of the Rings per se. Lord of the Rings like, or Game of the R- Thrones, like right, you know, yeah. it's it's, it's shown b- that it's shown that you can that it can be done. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, and but with a little bit of that Final Fantasy goofiness and charm, mm-hmm. get out of here, Estinian in live action. This is a segue because our buddy I was Neil. About to say I looked down and saw. I don't, that was a pro pro move right there, man. Thanks, buddy. We got a, a voicemail from uh, Neil about the Final Fantasy fourteen beta on uh, Xbox. Let's listen to it. Got your email right on time this time, Neil, because you <laughs> sent it to the right one. What's up, Pause and Steve? It's Neil giving you a call from Chicago. Um, it's currently Sunday morning, about like eight thirty. Uh, I've been up since about 4 a.m. because I couldn't sleep, but in that four and a half hours, I have been crushing Final Fantasy XIV, uh, the beta on Xbox. And Hawes, you have talked a lot of sugar about this game, and I've never had a way to play it until now, and it is fantastic. I have literally spent the better part of my weekend playing this, and it's so good. Um... It's a lot of typical MMO stuff that I'm used to because I played WoW for a lot of years, but it's all woven together with a story that actually works for me, and Final Fantasy is one of my vibes anyway. So as an entire package, to use one of your words, it's, it's just delightful. 
I think honestly my favorite thing though is when the music when you complete one of the duties in the game that's like literally adrenaline pumping and awesome so anyway I uh, just wanted to drop my uh, my two cents on the game definitely fantastic I'm going to be picking it up uh, when it releases whenever that is later this year um, what a vibe a lot of fun all right hope you have guys have a good day Talk to you later. Bye. Neil, I'm um I'm expecting you when the time comes, I'm expecting you to enroll in the high potion guild when we yeah, get oh our yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, buddy. Um I'm so glad to, that Xbox players have a chance to play this. And I have to be honest with you, buddy. I was, you know, dicking around on Reddit and I started noticing a lot of people in I want to say the Xbox Series X subreddit talking about the beta. And so I was interested to see what they're saying. A lot of people were like, oh, my God, it's so fun. Like, oh, it's so neat. Like, And consistently people brought up how friendly the community were and how excited people on servers were to see Xbox players start showing up. Another reason why that is the best MMO ever made, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I I played a lot of WoW as well. Yeah, and me I too. I think I, I prefer this. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm happy to hear it, Neil, you know? Uh this is a great game. I, I assume the beta probably has, it's just a Realm Reborn at this point. Honestly, or, I don't know. From what I was reading, start you can... start with Heaven's Word now? No, you got to do, you got to do a Realm Reborn. You got to start at the beginning of the story. Um, well, the, the story of a Realm Reborn is good, but the stuff in the expansions, it becomes great. Yeah. Like the gameplay is good enough to carry you through, mm -hmm. um, you know, the realm reborn and the story's pretty good well no to be honest getting through the story of realm reborn is fine like the base story like the mm -hmm. ends in the big first sort of raid dungeon where someone yells at you for being a sprout and you almost get banned from the server <laughs> we somehow run into the one dick the, the one dick in the community, community. Yeah. yeah um it is that the all those quests in between a realm reborn and heaven's word which I believe since we've played, they've shortened that. They've condensed oh, okay. that a Maybe bit, which is good. But yeah, I mean, remember the the running joke with me, you, Jeff, and Nick was, oh, I got to go talk to Alpha now and again. <laughs> like that was, it would be like you'd go here, you'd do something, be like, all right, go back and talk to him. Um, Neil, I wish Neil had told us what his what his character his was, class, class and, stuff and stuff is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. left to right back in. Um, Let's let he's he included the duty complete theme. Of course, I know what it is, but we we got to give the listeners oh, a little let's, taste. Let's give it, yeah. Okay, whoever recorded this theme for YouTube must have put it at like four thousand decibels. Because <laughs> when I first played it, it was blown out to shit. I'm gonna restart it. Okay. I do like that it's a cat boy. Uh huh. Oh my God! Did you see his little cat boy ears twitch? No, of course. Oh, I didn't see him twitch. No. Watch. Yeah. Oh wow! I saw it that time. Hey, Steve. Do you think it would be fucked up if we insisted that everybody on our guild has to be a cat boy or cat lady? The oh, high, no. the high potion gatos. Oh mm -hmm. wait, what is the, the Neckos? Yankees, baby. No, no high potion Neckos. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what's the Japanese word for? Uh, yeah, I'll do it. I'll make a cat boy next uh, uh -oh. when, I, when I come back. Uh-oh. It's on. See what you've done, Neil? You've started the seed of a bit. Um, thanks for sending that in, buddy. I'm so glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, 
Neil's Neil's cool and all, but he he plays a lot of Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, and so I'm, this I'm might never, break I'm him off able, though. I'm never you know able I mean? to talk to him about games because I don't like Call of Duty. So. Yeah, he's he definitely knows that by now. <laughs> 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 you know, and that is nothing against him as well. No, but like, of course yeah. not. Yeah, he definitely knows we ain't down with the duty. <laughs> all right, let's, buddy. Okay, we fucked around enough. All right, we talked Final Fantasy a whole lot. You know, talked about my waifu Tifa. I got to calm my ass down. I got to reset and get in the vibe for what we're about to talk about. Right, hold up real quick. I got okay. one more thing I want to talk just just okay. a little bit about. Otherwise, okay. that bit at the beginning isn't going to make a whole bunch of sense. Oh, that's um, right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you actually have been playing a little bit of Elden Ring, starting to catch uh, your get your new playthrough going. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one going and currently going. It's uh, it, I'm in Liernia with that one. Done a little bit there, but not a ton. And I've kind of put it to the side for now because I've been playing a ton of Yakuza 2. Uh-huh. And I got to credit Pappas for that, probably, because it was right after we recorded that yeah. episode. I was like, you know what? Screw it. It's been long enough. It's time. And at this, as of this recording, I'm 23 hours in. Ooh, my I've just number. spent uh, the last couple of hours. I finally got back to Sotenbury. Start in Sotenbury. Go to Camarocho. Back to Sotenbury. Sotenbury is where the Cabaret Club game is. Oh, and we know... We know that's a good one. Yep. So I finally have been able to do that. And um, it's to the point now where you're having to, do you remember you take like your main girls out on dates almost yep. kind yep. of and increase and their confidence to, and stuff. Exactly. Yep. 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 You talk them through. I'm doing all that now too. And that takes a little while. So it's just one of those fun, fun time sinks that oh, I'm into. I love it. I love um, it. About 65% of the way through the game like on chapter 10 of 16 um, and really enjoying it so far. The stories is good and fuck yeah, I can't wait for you to play it too. We'll do a oh, proper episode. We definitely will. I told you, you need to start taking notes because obviously I have to devote a lot of time to rebirth when it comes. Mm-hmm. And then course, I'm still yeah. playing infinite wealth here and there, you know, like I'm trying to keep that one in the rotation so it doesn't get put to the side because it's going to take so long to beat that game that I'm trying to like make sure I you know chip away at it here and there when I can um so uh I definitely want to play Kiwami but it's going to be a second of course Kiwami yeah I mean, too. um you know we I'm, I'm about to I'm really trying to get it finished before Thursday I guess because I'm I'm planning on playing Rebirth right away so let buddy let me just listen to your old pal Halls as someone who was contemporarily playing like a dragon and final fantasy 16 at the same time. Right. Once rebirth comes out, like maybe on a Sunday afternoon or it's, you know, a Saturday afternoon or something, devote a couple of hours to Kiwami too. If you haven't beaten it before rebirth comes out, that way it stays in rotation and you'll find out you're right as rain when the time comes to pick up Yakuza solely or not. Right. Solely, you know what I mean? Primarily because there's some weird shit. Like there isn't any Yakuza game. Some of the fights can be janky, and yeah, I'm actually pretty good at the combat now. And you know, I played it long enough at this point, upgraded a bunch of stuff, so I don't want to lose my edge on that. Like mm-hmm. if it comes to like a, if I give up uh, in chapter 14 and take too long and come back and have to fight some crazy ass boss, you know what I mean? That could mm-hmm. be a pain. But yeah, we'll see. Um, so, buddy, all right, it's time for a reset. 
I want to watch the trailer again because I haven't seen it since the day it came out when I woke up to you texting me about it and was like, well, I know what I'm watching while I poop this morning. <laughs> so let's let's play it. Yeah. And then uh, let's get into I want to I have. So we've talked about it a little, but I've purposely not really gone in depth with you because, you know, I wanted to save it for the show. So here we go. Shadow of the Earth, Steve. Why would you start at 13 seconds in? Peggy 16. All right. <sighs> great voiceover here at the beginning uh-huh pure and radiant he wields love to shrive clean the hearts of men there is nothing more terrifying mm. I get goosebumps every time I do too buddy this is the land of shadow we're looking at. Okay, so we're gonna stop real quick. All right, because like there, I know there's not a lot of voiceover, and it's just gonna be cool music and sounds of Elden Ring combat. But I do want to stop real quick. You guys, so if you've seen the Shadow of the Erd Tree trailer, you'll recognize if any of you've played Elden Ring, you'll recognize that first area is where you fight Mog, right? Mm -hmm. Mog, mm -hmm. Mog, Mog. Oak, um, Mog, whatever. Yeah. Is he, um, that is, is that optional, that fight? No. Okay. The other one is. The other the one that's in the sewers? Because mm -hmm. there's two different versions, right? That's the way to go for the Flame of Chaos ending, and that's, you know, that's optional. Okay. But okay. you do have to fight him the first time, and apparently you also have to have beaten Radon as well, I heard today, um, before you can get in. Okay, that's interesting. I wonder, okay. But it was... I think it's because Radon, um, you know, when he opens the way probably to... Uh, oh, when the, the shit crashes yeah. into the earth. What a crazy concept. Um, <laughs> that, that it changed the map. God damn, what a game. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Focus halls. I want to say that it might have been while we were all playing Elden Ring within that first three months of its release because... I, it took me like I had a lot going on. It took me a a long time to beat Elden Ring, though. Right? Mm -hmm. Like I I, I looked because when I started my new character the other day, I had 133 hours in Elden Ring, and that was one character. You mm -hmm. know. Um. So, anyways, let me let me also, in regards to that, mm -hmm. um, people are kind of getting a little hung up on the fact that Miyazaki says that the map in the DLC is about the same size as Limgrave, and people are like, mm, "That seems kind of maybe small it's for be what, way what they're expecting." Mm -hmm. But remember that Miyazaki said he he thought that it would take about thirty hours to beat Elden Ring. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> I put in a hundred and three hours on top of that. Right. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, and I put also in almost hundred and fifty hours on my first playthrough. You got to so. also keep in mind that if you played Elden Ring, you realize there's the surface level map and shit above and below, and below. in several yep. layers, right? So, yeah, I don't. He's he's one hundred percent underselling it. And that's, oh yeah, that's what he does. And you're right; it's going to be below and mm -hmm. above. Mm -hmm. Um. So I remember, for some reason, I have it in my head as when I was getting ready to or in the process of fighting Mog. Am I saying that character's name right? 
I, I really don't know. I think I've always pronounced it Moog. But Moog. I, I, okay, Moog. All right, we're going to go with Moog. I'm deferring to the expert here. Uh, anyway, Moog. And I remember Steve being like, hey, you know that egg in the background? I was like, yeah, what's that egg doing? He was like, apparently that might be where you access the DLC. And I'll be damned if that's not where you're going to access the DLC. Mm-hmm. He said this to me. If it wasn't then, it's been over a year that Steve told me that. How did you know? How? Well, how? because of, um, okay, Mikola, the character, mm-hmm. was one that was alluded to in the lore a lot, but that we didn't see it all in the game. Right. And and obviously, if you fought Millennia, Blade mm-hmm. of Mikola, you know there's a connection there. Exactly. Yep. And... Um, even in the opening cinematic, uh, which you watched on stream the other night, there's a shot of Moog holding Mikola. Mm-hmm. You know, you see him actually holding him. Um, so it was just theorized that since that character was the most obvious one to be explored in a DLC, mm-hmm. that that egg would be the the most logical spot to go for it. Huh. So creepy too, man, that egg. So, okay. Berserk references abound in this motherfucker, too. If mm-hmm. anybody out there has read Berserk and you know the character Griffin, this dude, Mikola, is basically going to be the Griffin of this game, I believe. Oh, rad. Yeah. So, what I was going to say is, like, it was real weird watching this trailer and be like, they sure are focusing on that fucking egg for 30 min- 30 seconds here, like half a minute at the beginning of the trailer. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so can we take a quick lore break here? Because I have some questions. Of course, yeah. What the fuck is that egg? What that egg do? See, I don't know that stuff. Okay. There, there's okay. lots of stuff I don't know. Okay. I can. Ass- I'm, I'm going to assume that it's somewhere, you know, Maybe he has like some kind of astral projection thing going on. Remember, like how Selen? Did you do Selen's qu- quest line? She was the sorceress. Um, yes. She, she had her body trapped in one spot, in, like yes. those witch ruins. Mm-hmm. But she was able to kind of also be in another spot and talk to you. Mm-hmm. I think he's kind of doing that. Okay. Um, and maybe so the is... egg is what's keeping him alive. Okay, so that that's what I was going to ask. Mikola is in that egg. Yes, that's okay. th- that's almost certain. Yeah. Okay. And is Moog protecting the egg? Does he have bad intentions for the egg? Is he trying to resurrect Mikola? What's the deal with Moog in the egg? I think that he's I think he's trying to protect them for when he returns mm. from the land of shadow. Right. Ostensibly. I'm not sure, you know, there's the lore reason specifically for him doing it but mm-hmm. you know what's what's interesting to me is after reading a, lo- a bunch of the interviews with michael zaki about the dlc i you know like and and i've said it, a lot of people have said it it definitely seems like elden ring is a bit inspired by breath of the wild right mm-hmm. especially yeah, sure. its concept and approach to an open world game and it's very fascinating to me that in the DLC, it seems a whole lot f- inspired by A Link to the Past mm. with its alternate dark world or whatever it was called. Do you remember in the SNES yeah. game? 
Yeah, um, sure. That was great. Yeah, and that's I wouldn't be surprised at all if he took that for yeah. Obviously, it's gonna be there. way more dark and fucked up. Um, all right, let's let's go. You now, buddy. You're gonna have to dis- dictate the next time you want me to stop in the trailer. Okay. Okay. Are we just? Are, do we want to just watch it through, or do, and then? No, that I'm leaving that up to you. If you want okay. me to stop no, at go. certain I'll parts, stop, I'll, okay. I'll stop you. And yeah. I'll give uh, I'll give timestamps when we stop too. Okay. Stop it. Okay. So you see, like the grace guidance coming out of the sky there. Yeah. And like, it's an Erd tree, but it's not an Erd tree. It's kind of not the Erd tree from right. the game. Cause I've been looking at that motherfucker a lot in the last few days. Right. Um, so this, this land is supposedly in the shadow of, of the Erd tree literally. So that's why, like, I think it's, it's literal and metaphorical. Like there, you know, there's, a bunch of abominations in the eyes of the golden order down there that wouldn't be allowed to be in anywhere where the earth tree shines. So, so is this literally behind the, is that the earth tree from the game that we, from Elden ring and we're on the other side of it? No, it's okay. not that simple. It's okay. Like, it's way more <laughs> metaphorical. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. I was just wondering, bro, cause I'm dumb as shit when it comes to this. Nope. Uh, and, and I think that the land of shadow was made when America ascended to godhood like her first step from what i understand maybe in, into godhood created the land of shadow okay so can we stop here for a little mm-hmm. all right can you give me a sort of cliff notes what like you got to explain it to me like you're trying to explain it to like a fifth grader okay <laughs> i need some cliff notes on america now do i i'm gonna ask you a couple things and don't be afraid to correct me or tell me that i'm wrong i remember something from the lore from playing the first time that it was micola who crucified america um i don't believe so i okay. don't know if we then know maybe who, i'm wrong i don't think we know who crucified her okay so there's, there's theories that it could have been the dude in, in this video. Mesmer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, now America, there's okay. still so much of this junk that I don't know either. You know, right. like all their games are vague. They, they never spell out anything explicitly too much, especially with something like that, you know, because but, they don't, they don't go too into like the, the actual process of ascendancy it takes place over like a long period of time so what who was america what what's the the earliest piece of america lore that there is was she just a regular lady was she a good question i don't know but so eventually she ascended to godhood right Mm -hmm. and what about her ascending to godhood leads to me riding around on torrent dying a bunch so she broke the elden ring okay and the shards, the shattering. They, right? The shattering, and then when the shards came down, all the other, all her children, quote unquote, mm-hmm. the demigod children, mm-hmm. who ended up with the shards, demigods you know, they, all, they became powerful and waged war against each other to try to get each the, piece, the other shard. So yeah. what? So what was the purpose of the Elden Ring? What did the Elden Ring do before in the she shattered it in the great shattering and whatever book? Um, I just kind of feel like it's a metaphor for like godlike power. Oh, I know? see. 
So yeah. the, you know what's okay. So you know how in a lot of JRPGs it starts off and it's like, hey, we're going on an adventure, and then at the end it's like, we're going to kill God. Yeah. Right. Pretty this much. This is the post. This is what happens after your little JRPG group kills God in Final Fantasy VI or whatever the fuck. Right. Yeah, and you're that's doing neat. that's that's a a from staple. You know, they yeah. they they place you in a world where something crazy has happened, and you're left to kind of piece together now what why or how is there any indication on how long after the shattering of the elden ring you wake up as a tarnished no a long time long time right? a long long time i think yeah cause, okay because there's the whole um war against the giants and all that stuff that gets yeah fought. yeah yeah and then and there's not like it doesn't seem like there is a ongoing war Mm -mm. right no, that, and by the time you get into the game right like with the giants no that no was with anybody because, oh with anybody no mm -mm. yeah they're I all mean, kind you, of just decaying in their spots basically right pretty like, much yeah yeah, yeah you, you never see a thriving town no. in a from game <laughs> no no all right so we're gonna you want me to yeah let's keep it? going yeah i love that shot though but that's cool oh my god in that forsaken place Spill. Blood of your fellows. They are truly faithful. They will never sing. Pause it. So go, go back just a tiny little bit there. To that city? That Stormvale head-ass looking castle there. Yeah, I wanted to just see that again. Yeah. That's definitely a legacy dungeon. Yeah, that's that you're going to be all up in that castle. Yep. Until, yep. Can't wait. You know the boss fight is probably up here, right? Somewhere like, the, somewhere up there. You're yeah, going to go up there and it's going to sweep you into the clouds and you're going to fight some fucking horrific nightmare and then you're going to die <laughs> and you got to run all the way from down here and up here <laughs> to get back. Yep. I love it, man. Yeah. They, they one thing I'm curious to see because you know, quote unquote, the area is as big as Limgrave, but they've got 10 bosses. You know what I mean? 10 like, bosses, medium, ten, ten, at least 10, small, okay. medium and large, large legacy dungeons, legacy yes. dungeons. Mm -hmm. So try to imagine all that in Limgrave. Yeah. Because it's, it's multiple layers. Yeah. It, it it's like a burrito. Work. Like, yeah, it, it's going to have to be like bigger in so many different ways. Yeah. And think, and well, the other thing is, is, Think of how many weird little areas you could get transported to little pocket universes in Elden mm -hmm. Ring, like where you fight Plasudosurx and shit, yep. right? There's going to be tons of optional stuff. Faramazula. Yep. Crumbling yeah. Faramazula. Yeah. There'll probably Mazula. be some yeah. ever goals. <laughs> oh, that it's, was, yeah. It's pronounced somebody, jail. There, there might be a little piece of something in here. If there is, I'll get you to pause on it. Okay. Let's keep, okay. Let's keep going after the big castle here. This thing. Pause it. Okay, so this gigantic fire-looking wicker basket thing. Yeah, wicker man. Yeah, this was apparently some weapon that was used in a war here. Like, there was a war in the Land of Shadows, which we're oh, going to find out about. And this was like their version of an AT-AT. Maybe. <laughs> Miyazaki said whatever it is, it's horrible. And, like, I think that, like, it's just packed full of corpses. That's what's on fire. Oh, um, 
Also, I think somebody pointed out on Reddit that it might have a fire giant head hanging off of its belt. Oh, well. I can kind of see that. Huh. So this is this thing is massive. Okay. It's, we thought the fire giant was big. This is bigger, way bigger. Okay. So. This, this thing this fucking freaks creepy, me dude. out. Yeah. Like, I got the bad... The kids call it the ick. But yeah. I got, like, the chills sitting on the toilet watching this. I was like, I don't like this. It's a big worm with arms. Arms, yeah. Skinny arms. Yeah. It just grabs you and then, like, it just eats your entire head, takes your, your entire head from oh. your mouth and lifts you up. Here's no. definitely a boss. This is a good this... boy. That's a good boy right there. He's actually... So, Steve, I actually had some... My uncle works for From, and he said, this is he's your friend. <laughs> and you go... He's, oh, man. And he said, uh, it's Miyazaki's version of Red 13, you know? He, he is not your friend, He's pal. my friend. <laughs> Steve, you don't know me and animals, man. Listen, this thing is terrifying. It's oh, like a giant kind of it's a, human feet. Yeah, is it looks that, like a, a, a chimera from Full Metal yeah, Alchemist. Yeah, chimera esque for sure. That's, it's got that's human feet, be... and it's so it looks like a lion in the face, and it's got a lion's jaw, but inside the jaw, it also has human human teeth. teeth yeah. So oh, is this so a creepy. big dude wearing a lion's head as a mask? I don't know, but there's another shot in this that makes me wonder if you're going to get the, this thing's power. Uh-oh. When okay. you kill it. This attack is absolutely oh my terrifying. Jesus. Mother. Here comes Snake Boy. Truly Lordship Sanction. All right, so this guy, this is Mesmer, right? Mesmer, yeah. He seems to be kind of how, like, Millennia was one of the focuses of Elden Ring and promotion and stuff. Obviously, she was the statue in the collector's edition. That's him for that. Like, he absolutely is. Buddy, you know that that statue, those two together, that's a sick-looking little display. I know. Oh, man. God, you're not wrong. So... Okay, he's got dragon eyes. One of the eyes, I think, apparently is wounded. We don't know that from this shot. Like, okay, but think the, of, it, it kind of you should be able to see his right eye in this mm -hmm. shot, and but it looks can. like it's closed. In fact, you can see the eyelashes, and the other one's a dragon eye. Call me what, fucking body video, baby. What eye is it that your lady is missing? Is it the same eye, or is it the opposite eye as this oh, eye? Okay, you mean Melina? Mm -hmm. Isn't that her name? Yes. Melina. Okay, Steve, I'm glad you brought this up. What can you tell me about Melina? What that Melina do? So she is definitely like a child of America and has kind of the powers of the others. Kind of. She, like, and who she's, are the others? When I, I mean like um, Godfrey or Godric. God, you know, Godric, like uh, Redon, Ronnie. Like she's an Empyrean, like all those. Okay, and and I think that that's why at the end she's she has to sacrifice herself to set the Erd Tree on fire. Like she's one of the only cap only things capable of doing that. I gotcha. Okay, okay. Bereft of light. Okay, these weapons he's using new a new type of weapon, which they said there's 
eight categories. Eight yeah. New categories of weapons. That doesn't mean they're adding eight new no. weapons. It's eight <laughs> categories, which are going to have several weapons within them. And how many categories did it already have? I you don't know? even a know. A shitload. <laughs> a shitload. These are, yeah. This is another cool weapon. I, I'm really hoping that this is awesome. So this dude is just flinging knives, right? Yeah. I'm hoping that this is like a weapon you equip. Like this is a new type of weapon, and like oh, instead that you could of just like, keep throwing them. It, it, you yeah, just keep not, throwing. It doesn't have necessarily like ammo, like throwing right. knives or. It may or, have a cooldown or something mm. after you've thrown a couple. But yeah, bet... this this section of the uh, the trailer is new abilities and weapons, mm -hmm. which I yeah, really so I like this keep, part. Get, just to stop, yeah, this spell looks cool. Yeah, more magic. It, it is. Yeah. Does that uh, you think that spell has anything to do with melan or millennia? Because it's got there's butterflies involved. Could be. Now Very this well shit, this motherfucking Ong box shit. Oh yeah, man. There's a guy who's just flat out doing martial arts. Yeah. Fantastic. Guy throwing a way oversized hot flyer or rapid fire machine gun crossbow. Just there, that thing. What is that? I don't it's a it looks like, it's a, like a bear. A is rune it, bear rune that's bear? fucking real pissed. So that's a, that. I think if you can rewind it a little bit more there, uh -huh. see if it's like the player standing underneath it. Cast, cast. Oh, okay. Just there. Yeah, there's somebody right here. You see that? Yeah. Their legs. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh damn! It took us back to the. That's okay. Fire corpse tree. Oh, look at me jumping right back. Yeah, there's so definitely that could player. be like you know how the dragon things are yeah this could be a similar kind of deal only with just a yeah. rune bear that's totally something i like uh, that is i didn't even notice that the first mm -hmm. time i watched it there's somebody coming oh stop it okay um this is definitely an ever jail and, oh yeah look at the flowers yeah and this person uh-huh uh somebody pointed this out on twitter uh, I want to give him credit. Sekiro Doobie. Okay. Uh, this character, there's like a charm you might have gotten or something called the Blue Dancer charm. And it had a, it has a picture of a lady on it who looks a lot like this lady. Oh. So I think that she's kind of related to some lore that we, we've hint, had hinted at. So. Ooh, I like that. They're setting Just little pieces. Just a small little connection. That's yeah, cool. A cool thing. Yeah. She do be dancing. This oh, thing, this guy. Bro. Yeah, the, the, the rhino hippo. The, yeah, fucking rhinocera hippopotamus. Yeah, this, I love this shit, man. This is like classic. This is yeah. vintage from stuff yeah. right here. This kind of character design. Those oh, this guy. Oh, oh you know he's God. just going to pull the whole head off, right? Like the whole head's coming off. And yeah, it's so, going to so be a sword. Oh my God! Yeah, and the sword is gonna. It, oh my! You, oh my goodness! That's gnarly. It's my. That's so sick. This is my favorite well, shot of the trailer. Oh, it's sick. One we're paused at it right looks now like cause... a tool. Like I, if we went to the Birmingham show and instead of that Lisa Frank who got into drugs poster that they did in Birmingham, oh, this was the image. Though. Oh, I love it too. It's awesome. I'm not. Hold on. Before on you it. hit pause, what's the timestamp here? Two twenty-two. Two twenty-two. Yeah, two twenty-two. Exactly. Yeah, this guy is gonna be uh, probably a lot of people's favorite. I'm guessing. Just oh, because I have a feeling it's gonna be so sick. <laughs> I have a feeling that this dude's gonna be dick ass hard too. He might be, yeah, dick and butt hard. Death. 
This guy's Ash of War is going to be so awesome that we get after we beat him. Mesmer's? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Because it's probably something like he just did. He slammed the ground, and those mm. things all come up out of the We've ground. Got all them snags. Ooh, that's another new weapon, an offensive shield. Right? Sick, yeah. right? It's, it's a shield that does defense and offense. I will not be far behind. May we meet again. Okay. So hyped, dude. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, hold on. We got just a little bit more after the title. Yeah, there's a tiny little bit. Post credit scene. Who's this, Steve? Mikola, I believe. Okay. Okay. So, buddy, give me the rundown as you as you understand it, the story and sort of the path of Shadow of the Earth, Steve. So, like I said, it's all about Mikola, and apparently, you're going to basically be following in his footsteps through the land of Shadow kind of seeing what has been happening as he's traveled through, mm -hmm. I guess, seeing the after effects of the war and stuff like that. And other than that, I don't know, but I think it sounds like they're upping the stakes as far as like what's happening here is far more important than what's happening um, over in the land. Yeah. between. Okay. So this is a, a question I have. <clears throat> this, this DLC is, seemingly sort of in its own little pocket universe, meaning like it's not it going to have necessarily huge consequences or, or uh, it's, you know, effects on the mainland, right? Like of Elden Ring. It also doesn't necessarily take place after Elden Ring. No, mm -mm. it takes place during, I think as yeah. far as, um, as far as it's going to go. And one thing that I found pretty interesting here is that apparently in the DLC they're moving towards a bit of a Sekiro model where you can't necessarily grind grind your way through it. Like, you're only going to be able to up your attack power by beating bosses in this one because, like, it's going to be, like, almost a completely separate stat. It's not going to be, like... Really? You're, I, I mean, I'm sure you'll be able to get runes and, and still level up that way, but I think maybe it while you're in the DLC... Um, there's going to be something, some sort gonna, of hard uh, sort of break or yeah, yeah, either that or they're going to start you at like, you know, power level one. You know what I mean? Like, like you, shadow level one or something. Exactly. Right? Yeah, It'll like have where, its own dedicated stat that you exactly. level separately from mm -hmm. the main mm -hmm. game. Okay. And while you'll still have probably all your ashes, weapons, your ashes, armor, weapons, yada, yada, yada. Your, your, your vitality, all that stuff will be the same. It's just the how hard you hit things is is going to stop being dependent on. Well, that would be cool with me because that means I don't necessarily have to beat all of Elden Ring again mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. get to where I'm ready to play Shadow of the Erd Tree when it comes out. Now, I'll say this. I'm planning on beating an Elden Ring again, but now I'm kind of leaning towards getting my character in a good spot, make sure I've beaten Moog and Radon, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then go do the DLC, come back and just dookie stomp the rest yeah. of the game, you know? Finish it up. Yeah, because you'll want to win. You'll want to beat the game because I'm sure they're going to add endings. I'm, yeah, right. Via the, now, the DLC. Do you think, like, you know how in Elden Ring, the side of graces work where it's like that golden pathway, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Do you think we're going to be following foot? I think they're going to change the, the effect to footsteps. Yeah. Oh, footsteps. Yeah, you're probably right. 
um, and it'll probably be a different color. Yeah, yeah, um, mix it up a bit. We'll probably fight a lot more things that try to sleep us, I bet. I bet sleep will be a thing that okay. uh, is a little more of a threat. Um, you know, I, I, I really can't wait. There, I'm sure we'll be more info coming out as as we wait i have a feeling this but so i think we have to fucking get the crew back together we got to get the band back together because fucking i have a feeling that's another two-parter oh yeah yeah we'll get we'll get the gang back yeah yeah this is going to be my take some time off for (laughs) uh this year so i'm considering uh, it when the DLC drops. I'm already going to be just sitting in Moog's chamber, just waiting. waiting you know, yep. <laughs> belly full of wondrous physic. <laughs> I'm back, baby. I've been. I'm seriously kind of way in Elden Ring again. Um, it, it's my game when I I'm not playing something with somebody else. I'm kind of dicking around in Elden Ring. Um, side note. I got one of those PlayStation portals, the little remote player. I'll talk about it a little bit more in the next episode as well. Um, does a pretty good job playing Elden Ring when I just want to sit in my bed and play Elden Ring. That's really fucking cool, oh, man. Word. Jealous of that. Um, and I'm really happy that that you're back into it. Like it's it's always fun for me when you're into games that I love too. So oh yeah, you know, and I'm still working on dark. I've got two from games going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which is music to my fucking ears. Finally beat so. that goddamn Hydra in Dark Souls Ugh. One. Woof. Some bad design. I was bosses just, I was just fucking avoiding Blight Town like the plague. And now that I'm there, I'm like, I really wish I was fighting that Hydra. <laughs> All right, buddy. So clearly we're stoked for the DLC for our game of the year, twenty twenty two. Can't um, wait. Once you add this on there, it's going to be fucking ridiculous how good that game is. So let me say, we talked about last year being such a killer game for video game year, uh, like year for video game releases. And it was, there were so many incredible games to me, like already my three of my top five for the end of the uh, final fantasy is probably, I have to finish the story of final fantasy rebirth because I'm a little worried they're going to get a little fucky with it at the end, and I'm a little nervous about that. But it's probably a little be... worried about that. Yeah, I'm a little bit. <laughs> you sure about that? I think it's going to be a lot fucky. <laughs> uh, but well, it it depends on the level of, of fucky. If yeah, they kill yeah. Tifa, hold up, hold up. Yeah, that's too fucky. I'm have for to me. take you out of the kitchen, man. I can't let you keep cooking. Uh, uh-uh. that's just saying. I'm just saying. Like I have to beat it before I say it's the the game of the year, but. Elden Ring and Helldivers, like already three. I can just tell. I can't imagine that Froms. They're going to be like Froms' worst DLC ever. There's no way. There's no way. This is this is in my mind as guaranteed of a home run as there is in the the industry. Yeah, it's it's like a new tool album. Yeah, they wouldn't charge forty dollars for it if they weren't confident that it was going to deliver massively. Well, and they also, I mean, it's two years of development, more than two years of development by the time it comes out. So. Anyways, guys, what you guys should do is go to myweirdfoot.com for all your high potion needs. Now, let me check something real quick, Steve. I want to okay. see how you access it because there's something a little weird on myweirdfoot.com if you go to high potions. Right? Um, so if you go to it, right, 
uh, you you got to go to myweirdfoot.com, hit high potion, it'll take you to like the specific high potion page. You're going to see some options, links, episodes, listen. Now, by the way, all of this put together by Sean Hoffman, one of the best mods in the, the game. man. One of yeah. the best dudes in the game. Uh, and there, at the very end, is something that says adventure. And if you click on it, it's a high potion theme text adventure, baby. Oh my goodness. You guys that got That is amazing. So it's Hall, Steven, Walter looking for their Holy Grail, a rare video game cartridge rumored to contain the never released alpha copy of Mass Effect Uncensored. Nice. And uh, you guys should check it out. Okay. That's really sick. It's sick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, send us an email. You know, leave us a review, please, for God's sake. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Ah!